Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Incredibly cold temperatures are going to stay with us. In fact, that frigid air is going to come with more snow. The DOT trucks are going to be out. Just got all those roads cleared away, and here we go again. We're all walking like penguins on that ice. It's going to be slippery. Enough. What the crap, Murph? Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Welcome into Sound Off. John Sears along with Scott Sipker. Uh, Keith Murphy serving a one sound off suspension because of that uh, groin knee to Ed. Yeah, knee to the groin of Ed, which I think we've all felt like we've wanted to maybe do this winter. Ah, that's this, it's kind of violent, but I, right. this... This winter sucks. That's a that's a great way to put it. It sucks. Yeah. It's March. It's time for it to go away. And John, also, you're really tall, so I, I feel. Get down a little. Yeah, bit. I know. Look at this. I'll, I, what if I do this? Well, you're about Murph's height, aren't you? So I'm taller than Murph. I think you're about the also, same height. I'm also younger height. than Murph. If you didn't about the notice. same height. All right, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Hot topic: the Hawkeyes and Cyclones are moving in the wrong direction. Iowa loses big at home to Rutgers, while. Iowa State gets blown out by Texas. Neither team will be ranked when the new rankings come out on Monday. But it's not all doom and gloom. How about them Bulldogs? Drake ties Loyola for the regular season MVC championship. Dogs finish Missouri Valley play 12 and 6 overall and head to Arch Madness as the two seed. Give us a call on these topics or, or really anything. 515-282-9010. Gary Barta is glad this week is over. Barta met the media on Wednesday to talk about the suspensions to Gary Dolphin and Fran McCaffrey. I think I heard the phrase unconscious bias more in a two-day span than I had in my entire life. Maybe that's a good thing. Dolphin remains suspended for the rest of the season. I, like many, disagree with the length of suspension, but Barta holds his ground and ultimately it's Iowa's decision. Dolph was remorseful, apologetic, said all the right things, so we move on. To McCaffrey's suspension. I think two games fits the crime. Can't cuss out an official and call him a cheater, even if it was in a tunnel, away from the court, after the game. Fans seem to be split on Fran's temper. Some like the fire, others despise it. I honestly don't mind it. He goes too far every now and then, but I've yet to hear a player spill any ill will towards him. They all have his back. And if we're being real, everything boils down to winning, right? If Fran wins more, makes deeper runs in the NCAA tournament, there's no talk of Frantrum meltdowns. The real concern should be the team. They aren't playing well, look tired, lost three of four. Senior night was a disaster against Rutgers. Rutgers. Take away the buzzer beaters and Bohannon heroics, and this team is uber close to being 7-11 and in conference play and on the bubble. 
Iowa State is also fading at the wrong time. Cyclones have lost four of six and seem lost at points. One game the defense is strong, but they can't shoot. The next game the offense produces, but the D looks like it's on spring break. Talent is there, potential is there, but time is running out. And Steve Prohm is eventually going to have to decide how many chances Cameron Lard gets. Lard is talented, a key piece to the team, but the suspensions keep on coming. Suspended three games last year, suspended seven games to start this year, and then again at Texas. Something isn't getting through. The tournaments are right around the corner. We'll see if the Hawkeyes or Cyclones plan on showing up. The Drake men's basketball team are regular season Missouri Valley champions. This is surprising, especially since the team was predicted in the preseason to finish second to last in the conference. And this wasn't one of those predictions guided by a kid in a blindfold holding a facsimile of a donkey tail. No, this prediction was guided by an arrow from the longbow of Robin Hood. How could this prediction be so precise? Well, for starters, Drake had one. Nick McGlynn was the only returning starter. Oh, and he was only one of three scholarship players on the roster. Yes, as of last March, the men's team didn't have enough scholarship players for a full scrimmage of doubles pickleball. Former Drake head coach, Nico Medved, who was firmly entrenched for one season, had skipped town so, so slowly, just slightly slower than it takes to unscrew a scotch bottle. And with this indecorous decision, seven of the eight Medved recruits decommitted from Drake. If you're keeping track at home, this left new head coach, Darren DeVries, with 10 scholarship vacancies. But somehow, DeVries and staff devised a team led by prize recruit, Nick Norton, that competed so well, they finished the non-conference season 11-2. Then in the first half of the first game of the conference schedule, Nick Norton tore his ACL. Drake lost that game in double overtime and lost their best player for the rest of the season. Certainly, this cobbled together roster would now struggle just to meet the low bar of those preseason expectations. Hell no. This team was not that shallow, and they had better chemistry than Cooper Gaga concerts. As the Bulldogs arced welded their wheel themselves, I put a lot of words in this, John. As the Bulldogs arc welded themselves to the top of the standings. So here we are in March, stating the unlikely fact that the Drake Bulldogs are Valley co-champs and only three wins away from wearing their Cinderella slippers into the national ballroom. It's been quite the ride for Drake and Darren DeVries. Man, what a run they've been on. You mentioned the Norton in, uh, injury to start the uh, conference season. I thought right there, I thought, you know, they have some pieces to maybe finish middle of the pack in the NBC, but they're certainly not competing for a title. Yeah, it and, really uh, is. They've kept it's, it together. It's hard to imagine. Uh, it, it, the same way that this chair keeps slipping down and I'm getting shorter as we talk here. You're just but shorter. luckily, luckily the Drake Bulldogs kept raising their their uh, their own play and, and they got there, John. They, they are co-champions. That, that's not a small thing. The two-seed at the Valley Tournament. Let's talk to our good friend Les. Les in Ames. I know you want to talk about the Cyclones. Les, what is going on with Iowa State right now? John, honestly, I think you hit it right on the head. It's like day and night with this team. One day you're, it's nice and bright and everything looks good, and then all of a sudden it's dark and nothing's clicking, nothing's working. Um, it, it's frustrating to watch, and we, we, there's, there's some... As, as a fan and somebody who works for the athletic department, I, I feel that there's, you know, there's there's some interior, um, just something inside that's going on that maybe maybe not everybody knows about, but 
it's just tough, and these guys really have to get it together. Tournament time, I mean, there's two more games. we got to take care of West Virginia on the road. Got to take care of Texas Tech at home for senior day, and then um, Big 12's already, but it's it, guys have to really start knuckling down and got to figure something out if, if we want to contend uh, in the Big 12 and, and in the NCAA. I agree, Les. Thanks so much for the call. Yeah, Iowa State, man, they are, they are still just a tough team to figure out, and it's March. You can't be in March right now trying to, trying to figure out what kind of team you are, and they are just so up and down. Uh, I don't know. I just, man, they, they have talent. I feel like they can make a run. But every time I feel like that, they lose by 17 in Texas. It's strange, though, John. It's all this, this whole season, both for Iowa and Iowa State, is going to be completely framed by how well they do in the tournament. Yeah. I, these ups and downs, they'll be forgiven. In fact, if they, either of these teams makes make the Sweet 16, all yeah. will be forgotten. And in some yeah. ways, it'll be less, it'll lessen the frustration of the season, right? You'll yeah. Be like, oh, remember that season when the team was up and down and then they made the Sweet 16 they went on that or crazy the Elite run. Eight? Yeah. And so, I, you know, I'm not, uh, basketball's fluky enough where you can go and beat two double-digit seeded uh, te teams in the NCAA tournament, be a successful season just like that. So. Um, both of these, these teams have everything in front of them. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny Ref Judges. Steve says, Young Hayden Fry. Look Ooh. at Young Hayden Fry. Oh my God. Man, looks like Des Moines radio personality Jay Wells. Tiny Ref? Oh wow, that is. Jay is a really like, nice guy, should, but. Does Hayden the, look like he should be in like some Abercrombie model? Like Hayden picture? Fry is probably the most, that picture right there, the most attractive. Human being I've ever seen. Look at that jawline. It, it looks like he should be in like some. That hair. Magazine. Look at that hair. He's even got the little curl. Ray in West Des Moines says principal financial group CEO and president Dan Houston looks like Ohio State basketball coach Chris Holtman. Tiny ref. Mm. Boy, yeah, I don't. Not liking that one. That's a stretch. Guys, has anybody brought up Hawkeye basketball yet? What's that? I. I can't hear you. I'll assume the answer is no. Just hang on. I'll get it started with What's Bugging Andy next. Time for another game of knockout. One has to go. Who do you knock out? This is rapper edition, not the new age BS rappers, but real old school rappers. Tupac, Eminem, Jay-Z, and Notorious B.I.G. You have to knock one of them out. Who's out? I'm going with Jay-Z. These are all great. They're all great, yeah. But I have this, to this go Jay-Z one of the here. toughest ones I've ever voted on. Yeah, I'm this, a fan of rap music, and I think I might go Jay-Z. Yeah, you are surprisingly knowledgeable when it comes to rap music. Thank you. I take yeah. that as a compliment. Fran McCaffrey missed Saturday's game against Rutgers, first of his two-game suspension. Fran's intensity got the best of him. And that's what's bugging Andy. This week, we were all reminded of two universal truths in our world of sports fandom. Two truths in one afternoon of press conferences at Iowa. The first is that no matter how bad the situation seems, a press conference can have amazing restorative powers. Think of it. Before he sat down, Gary Barta was being hated like headlights. After facing the music, he suddenly seemed not so bad. Let it be a reminder to him in the future, speak up early. Let it be a reminder to the rest of us too, always reserve some judgment. At those press conferences, fans got to hear what they wanted to hear. 
Barta's explanation for the Gary Dolphin suspension and an apology from Fran McCaffrey. Sort of. Kind of. Well, not really. Truth is, many Hawkeye fans didn't need to hear that Fran McCaffrey was sorry for seeking out an official after the game to scream obscenities at him in the hallway. The coach passed it off as standing up for his guys, his competitive fire, intensity. And there's our other universal truth. The difference between intensity and fury is this. When we sports fans are wearing our team-colored goggles and drinking our Kool-Aid, then we can take what we know to be anger, fury, rage, and pass it off as intensity. McEnroe was intense, not petulant. Roberto Alomar was intense, to Orioles fans. Well, that's not how the University of Iowa saw it. It suspended McCaffrey, and that's not how you see it elsewhere in life. Is your child just being intense at the store? Is road rage really just road intensity? Can you cuss out a coworker? No. Unhinged anger is not acceptable. But we'll say, yeah, but that's all outside the sports arena. But yeah, so was this. Outside the arena, after the game, after everyone else had left their conflicts on the court. I can remember Iowa fans being just as defensive of Steve Alford until he left for New Mexico, and Cyclone fans doing the same for Larry Eustachie until, well, I'm not sure that's ever ended. Excuse it if you want, I'm probably guilty, but call it what it is. Lost composure, fury, a bad look. The reality of it doesn't change just because the offender is on our team. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy, thank you. Up next, more calls, plus who's in your five? Keith's five favorite Bulldogs. I wonder if Griff made the cut. We'll oh, see. Yeah. Give us a call, 515-282-9010. Let's sound off about anything. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Ryan writes, Prome needs to change up the starting lineup. Prome needs to make second-half adjustments. The team needs a vocal leader. They need to actually play D for 40 minutes. Stop giving up so many uncontested threes. Consistently rebound and attack the hoop more. Hashtag teamwork. Larry writes about the Hawkeyes. The offense is stuck in the mud, and the defense gets carved up with ease. They need to play to their strengths, hammer the ball into Cook and Garza like they did earlier. J-Bo is a shooter, not a driver. Start making shots again. Teams are taking away their game. Adapt. Who's in your five? Murph's five favorite Bulldogs. Kind of odd he left this list with me. I wonder why. All right, let's take a look at it anyway. Number five, Winston Churchill, nicknamed the British Bulldog. Scott, you knew it, that. Yeah, I definitely did. One of the uh, most influential human beings of the 20th century. Number four, Tillman, the skateboarding Bulldog. Look at that. Who can't like a dog riding that a skateboard? Might, man, Ugga. What about number three? Ugga. Georgia Bulldog, the live mascot, Ugga. They've okay. gone through a lot of Uggas. Yeah, I don't feel uh, like number, number two, how about this? Herschel Walker in a Georgia Bulldog uniform. Favorite he Bulldogs? Very good. He was really good. Number one, Griff. Griff is Keith's number one. Oh, boy. Keith, he, he took one picture with Griff and has seen him once, and he thinks they're like best friends now. I'm sorry to tell you this, John, but I think my wife also loves Griff maybe more than you. 
Sorry. So I think you might be third now on Griff's list. Third? Yeah, you'd be in, at least you'd be in who's in his three. Give me a break. All right. Hawkeye Cyclones, Bulldogs, give us a call. 515-282-9010. Joe in Bondurant wants to talk about what's bugging Andy. Joe, what's on your mind? Yeah, I thought it was what's bugging Andy, not what's wrong with Andy. Is his last name Fails or Barda? The way he talked about that press conference, you'd think his last name was Barda. I'm not sure. His last name is Fails. Yeah, so that's what I thought, but it sure sounded different tonight. So so you didn't like the fact that he was kind of uh, defending well, Barter a little or sticking up uh, for him? Or? Well, if he was there, he would have hugged and kissed him, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, All right, guys, have a good night. Oh, uh, you too. Yeah, well, I, I don't Yeah, I don't think uh, – I don't know. That's not the assessment I would have taken there. I, I think Andy was just saying that, uh, you know, kind of – Stating the fact that when, when stuff like this happens, you know, people want instant instant answers. Uh, Barda came out a few days after it all happened. They got it all settled, had the press conference, uh, and, and you go from there. I mean, I, I think that's kind of what Andy was saying. Yeah, I think certainly our, our world moves a lot faster than it did 10, 20 years ago, and we all need to probably adapt to that timetable. And I, Barda even mentioned that in his press conference. Probably could have learned to go a little faster here. And a lot of people are upset that, you know, Gary Dolphin suspended a minimum seven games. Fran McCaffrey for his actions, you know, this is his second suspension, now sus only suspended two games. I think people look at that and think, well, what's the contrast? Why, why the difference? Why is Dolphin, the radio broadcaster, seven games, Fran just two? I think a lot of people take that a little personal. They hold it against Barda, and um, that's probably why. All right, up next, more live calls, knockout results, and Scott and I face off. Oh, yeah. Win a win. Is Grandview too good at wrestling? Seriously. Yes. Are they too good at wrestling? Yes. Give us a call, 515-282-9010. Knockout results, all-time great rappers. One has to go, Pac, M, Jay-Z, or Biggie, who is out? And it's Jay-Z, 43% say Jay-Z has to go. Tupac with the least amount of votes, just 13%, then Eminem with 16%. But Jay-Z out in the game of knockout. All right, time to bounce around more topics. We call it face-off. Grandview won its eighth straight wrestling title. Only Iowa has a longer college streak at nine in a row. The Vikings will break that. You know how the Premier League soccer has regulation and promotion? That needs to happen in college wrestling. Let's get Grandview promoted a league. I, I know the Vikings' current opponents, they, they, you know, they, they'd probably be for Yeah, that. they want them out of there. The new AAF Football League is talking about expansion, and a tweet from Perched on the Gridiron said Des Moines is one of eight cities being considered. There's no way this happens. Have you seen the weather outside this time of year in God, Iowa? They're screw playing the right weather, now. John. Let, let's do this. But before, Des Moines should get an MLS team. And that is two soccer references and two questions. We have the menace. All right, NFL Combine is always the rage this time of year. Iowa tight ends Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson look to be the clear-cut one and two tight ends off the board. Could That's both great. go in the first round. Hakeem Butler and David Montgomery also showed well. You buy into the Combine? I don't watch it, but I can understand why NFL teams would like the data gleaned from it. And if I was a coach, I'd be most interested in actual game film and the interview at the Combine. Royce White, Royce White. Wants Royce to White. fight in the octagon. Former Iowa State star says he's one of the best athletes in the world and wants to become the heavyweight champ in the UFC. 
basketball to MMA, that's a big career change. I would advise not to make this change because in the MMA, they punch you in the face <laughs> and that's the nicest thing they do to you. Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies. 13 years, 330 million. More power to him for getting the money, but no way I pay one guy that much for that long. In 13 years, John, I'll be 49 and you'll be 50. Ooh, that is hard to imagine, but we can rest easy because yep. even at 49 and 50, we will be younger than old man Murphy is right now. Happy birthday, Murph. Happy birthday. Over under quarterback heights in honor of Kyler Murray measuring five foot ten. Overrated tall quarterbacks like Brock Osweiler, who stands six, six seven. seven. Underrated short quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, or can I say my favorite quarterback, Doug Flutie? He was like five two. I think it was a little taller than five. Yeah, slightly two, taller than how, that, but he was short. How tall is Nathan Peterman? Nathan, let's how, not, how tall is let's Peterman? Let's not get started on that. Let's move on. Oh, hold up, hold up. All right, you guys. If it doesn't get warmer soon, this whistle's gonna stick to my lips. Mother Nature needs to get her shorts together. One minute. What is that whistle made out of? He has a metal whistle. I thought they made. He's all bundled up. I didn't, I didn't even see the referee shirt. Yeah, Tiny me neither. Huh, interesting. All right, anyone give us a call real quick, 515-282-9010. Oh, hearing something in my ear. Oh, what is it? Oh, uh, wait, can I, I, I hear it too, John. There we oh. go. Let's take a look real quick before we got to get rolling. Uh, eagle cam, live look in e the nest. The eagle looks like it doesn't have a head. Is that a problem? You think it's sleeping or do it's you sleeping. think it doesn't have a they, head? They sleep a lot. The two eggs I'm being told have already been dropped. Eaglets coming soon. I think they, they don't have a drop, right? They're laid. I feel like if they are dropped, that would be the opposite of what Why you, you want to have like happen. Some... I am an ornithologist by trade. You know what that is, John? Uh -uh. It's a bird, bird studier. Yeah, study birds. All right, it's time we close this up, right? That'll yeah. do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are too. Keith will be back. I feel like if I wait any longer, I'm going to be way down here. But we'll leave you with the sound off send off. Valley and Newell Fonda bring home girls state basketball championships. <laughs> See you guys. I wake up, I go in, I go hard, I'm going. I can't lose because I choose who I am and that's it. I wake up, I go in, I go hard, I'm going. I can't lose because I choose. Today I woke up a winner.